Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? Unlike a car with its user's manual, we are born without instructions how to live. We experience life vicissitudes without a so-called user's manual. The Gita has been described as such a guide. These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda, which he has been delivering for more than 25 years. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. Okay, the last time we obviously have seen that the one who is not affected by the external contacts. And he is finding the happiness within himself. He becomes a Brahma Yogi. When he becomes one with the Brahman, he finds that eternal happiness, which we are all seeking. We are all seeking happiness, and we are seeking happiness all the time. And finally, in this analysis of what makes us happy. That we come to the conclusion that as long as I am reliant on my happiness in the outside world, I will not be eternally happy. Right now I have my I have mortgaged my happiness to the outside world. In a sense, I know that my happiness is out there somewhere in the possessions I possess, the relationships I have or the achievements I have in this world. That makes me happy. If that is not there, I'm not happy. In other words, my happiness is somewhere other than where what I control. And therefore, we can't really find that unbroken eternal happiness. And more we try to consolidate our happiness, more we find that we lack something which makes us unhappy. So last time we have seen in this that one who is unattached to the external context. Right now my happiness is when I have an external contact with something, someone, an event, then I'm happy. But if I become unattached to the external contact, which almost seems contrary to what I know in my life, you know, But they came to the conclusion that if we are not looking for a temporary happiness, we need to become unattached. Just as we have seen before, that lipyate nasapapena padma patram evambasaha. You become teflon coated. Whatever the experience happening or I am experiencing, I see that as a third party. And don't get attached to it. And Bhagavan said that that's actually is the formula for eternal happiness. When I'm unattached to what's happening to me. And he said, why that is? So the next verse says, Yehi sansparsaja bhoga 
Dukkayonaya evate. Everything that gives me happiness has equal capacity to give me unhappiness. Now we know that. Everything you can think of, my children, you know, obviously on Mother's Day we can, children gives me happiness. And everyone knows where the maximum unhappiness comes from in your life. From your children. You know. Either they are not behaving as you want, or they are not healthy as you want them to be. Whatever it is, but that gives the most pain. That gives you the most happiness, has the capacity to give the most pain. You know. Someone whom you love so intensely can create a situation which you hate intensely. You know. So the very thing which I think is the source of happiness, actually it is Dukkha Yona, Yona Yaha, Evate. They are the wombs of unhappiness. So all this external contact I had been making to gain my happiness and avoid unhappiness, I did not know the inner bargain. I'm actually buying unhappiness along with my happiness. I'm bringing unhappiness with it. So there's a potential always there when I seek happiness, there will be unhappiness. If I know this fact, then upfront I'll be unattached and say, I have to make this contact right now, but I know very well the plus side of this and also the negative side of it. So let me be neutral about it. You know, Adi Antavanta. And why is that? Because this one has a beginning and an end. Any contact, any experience, any achievement has a beginning and an end. So something which is have a beginning and end is actually cannot give you unending happiness. Now what is my goal? My goal is to get unending happiness. That will liberate me, will, will liberate me from the limitedness that I feel right now. But everything I can think of with my mind has a beginning as an end. And therefore, Bhagavan says, Na teshu ramate budaha. Wise people do not get you know, engaged in it, do not get completely embroiled in it. Na teshu ramate, ramate is a, I think in a vernacular Gujarati, ramate is actually means to play. Yeah. It's to play outside, go and play outside. You know. Play is something you get completely engaged into. He said, Sayla cannot come today. Why? Because we bought a puppy. You get completely wrapped up into that. Well, class doesn't matter today. Puppy matters, you know. Play is something you get completely wrapped up into it. You forget everything else, you know. It's not that not getting involved in it. Getting involved in this world, we don't really have a choice but to get involved in this world because we are part of this world. It is not to get wrapped up into, into it to a point that we forget what is my true nature, what is my true calling. So Bhagavan says, now a wise person, he sees through this and said, 
all these external contacts are source of unhappiness. They have the beginning and the end. They give me happiness at start at one time and will end at other time. And beyond that it is just unhappiness from the same source. All the junk in my house, I don't know how to get rid of them. You know, At one point I said, oh boy, I really need to have that. You know? And now I say, I don't know what to do with that. So that creates a dichotomy in my life. More I acquire, more I'm acquiring unhappiness. You know? So you see, Nateshu Ramate Buddha. So the wise person doesn't get involved in it. To a, and doesn't get completely embroiled in it to a point they can get separated from it. Your relationship should be relationship should be just like that Padma like the lotus or now the newest Teflon coated, you know. You put water into it, throw it away and it looks clean, you know. Because it doesn't get attached to it. They said, that's the attitude I should have in this world to remain unattached with unhappiness. Saknotihi eva yahasodhum prakshareera vimokshanat kama krodha udbhavam vegam sa yuktaha sa sukhi narana. I want to be happy, but there got to be an enemy which is making me unhappy. What is that enemy? Bhagavan said the enemy is within you. The enemy is the force which is generated in me by the kama and krodha. My attachment and anger. My desire and anger. Something propels me to do things. Neil, you are working very hard. Why are you? Well, because my desires to do this, you know. So the one force which prompts me to act in this world outside is desire. Desire prompted activities <coughs> drives me to do things in my life. I want to achieve something that's going to work 18 hours a day. A man of, you know, a dynamic man of action, Swami used to say, used to work 18 hours a day. Swami said, what happened afterward? He died at the age of 40. That force which drives you to go beyond your capabilities is your desire. And then what is the other? Krodha, anger. And when I work so hard and can't get what I want, I'm angry. We work the hardest but the other people got it. We were the best, but they received it. I didn't. And now I'm angry. And with that anger, I'm, I'm going to sue them. <laughs> I'm going to... So what happens is I lost my happiness from the day one when I was start trying to achieve something. But if I am indifferent, you know, I will do my best and accept what comes out of it then I'll never be at any given time so wrapped up with that activity. The Bhagavan said, this vega, this impulse which drives me in this life to do things which are irrational is kama and krodha. They come out of this 
desire and anger. And he said, Sayukta Sukhi Naraha. One who is happy and content and complete person is that Saknotihi Eva Yah Sodhum. One who is capable of resisting this force within while in this body, while I'm alive, you know, that I am able to withstand this force which is created by my desire and anger. In other words, I can suppress my desire and anger. I can reason out and say, I really want this, but it is not appropriate to get this at this cost. I will only get it if it comes naturally to me. In other words, in the normal wake of my activities, if I achieve that, that's acceptable. But for that, if I have to go beyond reasonable means, reasonableness, it's not acceptable. He's such a person who can reason with that force within because desire is the most powerful force which drives people to do things. You know, Desire then when becomes uncontrolled becomes greed. And there were the movie in the 80s we say greed is good. Golden gecko. Greed drives you to achieve greatness. Greed also drives you to go down the ditch. You know, so that uncontrolled desire becomes greed. That greed creates anger and creates a fall. The wise people do not get entangled into that. You know. So who can then? Well, I can now. I can say, well, everything I have learned in my life, people say, have a drive to achieve things. Then go for it. And then always believe that you can do all of that. Bhagavad Gita says there is a great danger in going on that path. If it's uncontrolled drive, will drive you insane. And it's like uncontrolled car. My, there was a, one a seminar attendant has a car with 1,000 so many horsepower. And it's the most expensive car in the world. And I was just sitting there thinking, what would I do with 1,000 horsepower if I'm driving on on our regular road, which has 65 miles you know, speed limit? Where would I take those rest of the horsepower, which I don't need? You know? But obviously somebody likes it and somebody has it. You know? This uncontrolled power within me, if it is not controlled, can create the same car. If I have it and if I'm driving on 95 and I say I'm going to use all the power my car has because I spent all this money, well, it will be a disaster. So the Bhagavan said, and therefore you need to stay away from this. You need to be unattached to this external context created by my desire and my relationship and my, my you know, pursuit of becoming happy. So he said, Ya antaha sukhaha. Ya antara ramaha. I too want to be happy. I have not given up that goal just because I have become unattached. Where do I find my happiness? And Bhagavan said, the one who has become indifferent to the external context in the world will find happiness in his own self. I am complete, you know. I really don't need 
anyone to make me happy. My happiness is not mortgaged outside. I have a free and clear title to it. I own my happiness. My happiness is within me. As long as I am content with my own self, I'm happy. Ya antaha sukaha. Antara ramaha. is reveling in his self. Reveling in the self is, as you say, when you get completely identified, you're completely one with that. Right now, I identify with myself as this limited being, then identify myself with my achievement. Me without my profession, I'm nothing. Me without my position in the company, nothing. Position in the community, I'm nothing. Take all these things out. And I'm nobody. Because what I have done is I have expanded my identity beyond me where I have no control. I expanded my identity to my relationships. And they can drop me anytime. My company can fire me anytime. My friends can ditch me anytime. But right now, my identity depends on them. I define myself as how people see me. And therefore, I have no control, and that makes me uneasy. I know that in my heart, that this may not be permanent, my position in the community, position in the company, position in the group, position in whatever. But right now, I think it's okay. That creates fear. That creates insecurity. Bhagavan says, Yah antara ramaha. One who is reveling in his self and I say, I am who I am. And you put me in the context of this world and I'll fit in. I'm here. I'm fine. I'm there. I'm okay too. As long as I am with me, I'm happy. So, antara is reveling in his self. The only identity he has with his own self. Rest is just relationships. Rest is just a, a experience transactions with the outside world. Antar Jyotihi Eva. He is illuminated by his own self. Right now I can say my illumination is my knowledge. My knowledge of architecture my knowledge of how things work, my knowledge of even Bhagavad Gita, I consider that as my illumination. My intellect is illuminating my world by the knowledge which I have acquired from this world. So I'm reliant on even this world to consider myself illuminated. But once Antara Jyotihi Eva, his illumination, his awareness of his self, that awareness illumines everything else. Rather than me relying on the knowledge I received from this world in considering myself to be illuminated, I say, it is me who is illumining this world. I am alive and therefore I experience this world. So that's Antar Jyotihi, Sa Yogi Brahma Nirvana, 
Sachin Yogi, Yogi Vyasen, one who has become one with the higher. Yoke is to join. Whatever I join with, I become Yogi in that. You know, as Swami used to say, I am completely Yogi as far as my this physical awareness is concerned that this is me. I don't have to remind ever myself that this is me and that's not me. I don't have to keep reminding this is me, this is me. Because I'm completely one with that. So I'm in a complete yoga with myself. Is this limited being? So the one who has become one with his unlimited self. The self which has nothing but the pure existence. Pure awareness. I do not know any experience in my life where I was not existing. I don't know of any experience of my life when I am not aware of myself. This is such a person who becomes one with his self, revels in it, illumines this world by his awareness or her awareness. Such a person becomes Brahma Bhuta Adhigachati. He achieves that ultimate freedom. He achieves that ultimate liberation from all the limitations of this life. And that's the final goal which we are looking for, is to become eternally happy that I am freed from all liberation. Well, we, with that, we'll stop here. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Gurubhyo Namaha Hari Hiyo